Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome back to 5-9 Gaming. It is Saturday, so of course you know what that means. It is time for the Dokom Battle Podcast. Once again, we are here with episode 56, Time to Make the Donuts. And I am your host, The Masked Ningen. Of course, as always, I am not alone. I am joined by some very special guests. So first up, let me say hello to Minato. How's it going? Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good. Also joining us, we have the homie Goresh. What's up, everybody? Happy to be here. Glad to uh, finally be on the verge of hero stuff. <laughs> and then we also have a very special guest this week. You will know him from our fan card series, but this is his first appearance on the Dokon Bao podcast. Say hello to Tystra. How's it going, my dude? What is going on, my dudes? Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, having me for my first one. It's going to be awesome. Good, good. So yeah, the title, of course, is a reference from uh, Xenoverse. Shout out to anyone who picked up on that, because of course, one of the main topics for this week is all about our boy, the assassin from Universe 6, Hit. Because Hit has not only got a new card in the form of an LR alongside Goku, but we also have the EZA for Tech Hit. Now, obviously, Tech Hit has been a bit of a meme for a while, potentially one of the worst Dokonfest exclusive leaders. And uh, as soon as Kale and Khalifla were announced as the new Dokonfest for this celebration on JP, immediately we saw posts of people probably not even being serious, thinking it was going to happen, suggesting that, hey, look, Tech Hit could get an easy EA in this celebration. And well, it happened. So we'll start off with Minato, since of course you are the JP main over here on today's episode. So tell us all about Tech Hit. Is he good now? Yes, he's very, very good. <laughs> Just to put it <laughs> bluntly, I actually really like how the unit's designed to work on his teams. Uh, he's very good with the new LR. And overall, he's just a fun unit to use as well. He just puts a big number. So if you like stuff like that, then have fun. That's <laughs> all I could say. And so, yeah, Goresh, the, the global first Christmas unit of Hit, got his EZA on JP. Uh, what do you think of uh, this EZA? And where would you rank him among TUR EZAs? Um, I definitely think they did him justice for sure. I mean, all facets of this unit are crazy. Leader skills really good. Super attack effect is solid. Passives ridiculous. He's on a decent amount of teams and his links aren't bad for who he wants to be linked up alongside. So I don't really see a negative to this unit. Obviously, the one thing people are going to point out is that he's not really a slot one unit, which I don't think is that big of a deal because he's going to get all the defense on super anyway. Um, but for me, I actually do really like hit as a character. He's probably my second favorite character introduced in super besides beerus um and um yeah i mean i think they just did him justice he's a pretty interesting unit a lot of stunning going on um but you know even if you don't get the stuns off he's still able to defend now uh, as opposed to prior to his eza where he actually was not able to so uh, the one thing i will say though about this guy getting an eza is this makes me scratch my head even harder why they didn't give namek goku an eza during the 350 million download celebration because now i don't get it <laughs> what, what, what are they waiting for mm. would you I guess, would you argue that Tech Hit needed one more than Namek Goku? Or Yes, I, I would say he definitely needed one more. Uh -huh. um, so that might be the reason why they decided to push this one out faster and expedite it. Um, but I just think in terms of like the theme of the download celebration and everything that went on, it would have helped every single unit that came out way more if that Goku got an easy, but whatever. Um, I think a lot of the um, a lot of the reason why they decided to put this guy ahead of you know a lot of the other... Um, category leaders for EZA's purposes is just because a lot of people have been voicing how much they don't like this character or not this character but this 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 unit specifically right tech hit 
Um, you know, he was all right when he came out, uh, but he has aged very badly just because of the way that he's designed. Like his pre-EZA form was supposed to just be used on and hopefully you don't take a hit <laughs> because he could not eat any damage. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely glad that the way that they designed this character in terms of how he's ranking among the top 10, uh, easy ATURs. I mean, he's got to be in the top three at the very least. So, uh, oh, wow. in terms of, I haven't used him personally, obviously, cause I'm not a DAP player, but mm-hmm. I, I would say top three. Yeah. At, at least. So. Yeah, because he definitely, I, I feel like, because he's come up a lot, and like I said, when we sort of introed this segment, he's been a bit of a meme for a while as being a uh, such a bad unit. But when he very first came out, I remember everybody was hyped, because he came out just before that meta shift into uh, being all about defense. So he was, he yeah. looked really good as a global first for a, a few weeks, and then it was all downhill yeah. from there. <laughs> I mean, it's because also his animations were cool. I guess Super Attack uh-huh. looks cool still yeah. to this day. So, I mean, um, I'm just glad that he's actually like a usable option for a lot of his teams now. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's definitely uh, looking pretty good. And then Tystra, from what you've seen, what are your thoughts on Tech Hit? Um, the fact that this guy got so much of a glow up is fantastic. It's one of the two units for me that I hated at first, but then of course the EZA did better. The first one being uh, blue Fujito physical, and I'm really excited for when it comes to global. But I have him rainbowed on JP as well, so I definitely need to get him EZA completely before I give a full blown explanation of how I feel. But Overall, yeah, I have to agree mostly with Goresh on this. He got a massive, massive boost. He's a great unit for a great character in the series, and I can't wait to use him uh, both on JP and Global. Mm. Yeah, One very- other thing I want to point out, sorry about that, Ningen, is that I see a lot of people think that he's not as great outside of the Universe 6 category team. I just want to say that's not true because he counts himself as Universe 6 category ally. And they only gave him that part of his passive because he doesn't link really well with the other Saiyans on the team like Kel and Khalifa, for example. Though sure, like, you know, one or two links. But they gave him that extra 20% attack and defense because he's the best leader for the team because it's either him or Kefla uh, if you go by just Universe 6 buff. So you could just use him as a floater on the team and that's kind of why they gave him that part of the passive, I feel like, along with the stun chance. But he's very good uh, for sure. I just wanted to kind of point that out there because I see a lot of almost kind of misconception about that. Mm, yeah, I've seen some screenshots uh, of him not on a Universe 6 team and he does still look pretty good. So... Yeah, as I said in the intro, that was, of course, not the only card that we got to do with Hit arrive on JP. Uh, We got the new LR, the Part 2 LR banner for the celebration, which was a Hit and God Goku, which, funnily enough, last week we uh, did speculate on what the Part 2 LR could be. And uh, obviously it's a card that a lot of people have been saying that they wanted to see for a long time. But Goresh, you called it. We got ourselves a... LR, God, Goku, and Hit. So give us your first impressions. I know you obviously haven't got to get your hands on him yet as a global player, but what are your thoughts about LR, Hit, and God, Goku? He actually reminds me a lot of the Vegeta-Goku exchange unit we just got in part two of 350 million download celebration. They have sort of the same skeleton to them. They both get key, right? I mean, Hit and God, Goku get key on Super Attack, whereas the Vegeta gets just, just gets key for being there. Um, they both have similar, you know, attack and defense numbers, um, and they're both units that want a super before they get hit. So, I mean, they fulfill the same role on their teams. 
Um, obviously, the main difference between the two is I probably think this hidden Gaga could have a way better uh, super uh, not, uh, leader skill. Sorry. Uh, than the Vegeta and Goku do. Uh, their super attack effect is ridiculous. A uh, 50% raise on attack and defense and a 50% chance to stun. Mm. Like, <laughs> they really wanted, to, they really went out of their way, I think, with this character to make them a solid option for uh, the Universe Survival Saga. And the only way to do that is to make them broken because the team is broken, right? Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about this unit is their teams are limited. So, and this is actually a point that I brought up last week as well, where... I really wanted this unit to come out, but I was just so scared about how their categories would hold up and where they'd actually be used. Mm -hmm. And that's just a common theme we've seen among all these joint forces units that are like one Saiyan and then like one non-Saiyan, like Goku and Piccolo have the same issue. Um, but uh, I feel like they definitely did this correctly because even on the Universe Survival Saga team where you have all these crazy characters, you know, Evolution Blue Vegeta, UI Goku, but I guess both UI Gokus, um, like the LRG and all that stuff. This character is still like a top tier dis, uh, choice for that team. So they're definitely really good in short events with that ridiculous super attack effect. They're good in long events because they have that active skill, right? So uh, they're just going to be good everywhere on uh, the limited amount of teams that they're on. I think Legendary Existence is a good slot for them as well because uh, you can do the hit rotation there. Uh, the high speed battle category, which is the new one that they introduced. Feel like that's a good slot for them as well i mean anywhere where you can use this unit next to tech hit where they share six out of seven links is going to be a really nice uh place for them so overall really really good mm. yeah it feels like a good idea because as you mentioned when we talked about these sort of joined forces units last week who uh, are very different characters and so it very much hinders them when it comes to categories i think it was definitely a good idea to have them bring a new category with them because then obviously that's another team that they can be on so i think that definitely worked out pretty well so minato our jp man have you actually managed to pull hit and god goku unfortunately not uh, i think their banner is actually pretty solid for yellow coin banner though i haven't been able to get them so i don't know maybe i'll pick them up with red coins i guess the issue with me and the unit is like rush said the categories because it's like a saiyan and just hit you know for example are very very wonky um they're very very powerful though to make up for that and especially you know as a third attack in the turn they can put a very very high attack stats defensively they're like a their defense is like high enough to be a slot one unit but then they get like over 100% defense extra when they attack, so it's absurd to me. I like how their active skill is designed to make it so that, you know, while they're good with the and being in short events with the stun chances and things like that, in long events, when they get the active skill off, it gives them a big enough boost to make them more relevant in those type of situations. Again, my issue with them is the teams because it's like, you can run them on the teams, but I feel like they're not necessarily a unit that's needed, especially since although they bring a new category, there's no real, like, you know, Super Battle Road or, you know, mm. uh, Legendary Goku event type of mission going on there. Though, they definitely look like a very fun unit, though. And, you know, if you want to summon for them, I mean, it's personally a unit I've been waiting for for quite some time. Uh, this is one of the coolest moments of the Tournament of Power to me, honestly. So, if I get them eventually, that'd be great. They're just really, really good, though, that's for sure. I can see them being, like, a top 10 unit in the game easily. Mm. They definitely seem like a unit that is... Uh very much jumps to high up that list of units that are worth getting with your yellow coins when they eventually get added to the shop. So, uh, Tystro, you said you do play both. Have you summoned for God Goku and Hit? Um, I did like two summons. I, I didn't get anything. I'm more free to play on my JP. Ah. Um, but I will say that with this unit, it's the term Jack of all trades, master of none doesn't really apply to them. They, 
in their slotted teams, they do very, very well. And I think that that's kind of the, what I'm getting at is that not every unit has to be in multiple categories to be considered a good unit. Granted, the more categories that you have, the better, because the more times you could use it. But I still think that this unit in general, with its passive, with, you know, greatly raising attack and defense for one turn as a 50% chance, and then stunning for two turns at a 50% chance, that's already pretty good, and I'm also liking the fact that more units are coming out with those uh, first and second slot uh, and third slot kind of abilities or passives in that sense. I like that they have this difference when it comes to them. So I still like the unit. I think it's a good unit. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to summon any more on it just because I value my free-to-play, but it's still a good unit. So will you be uh, will you be saving up or at least going slightly whale for them when they come to global? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, <laughs> that's that's go. a given. I'm go it. I'm going for I'm going for a tech Kefla anyway. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that I get them, but you know I'm still gonna summon for this one as well for sure. Okay, well there you go. So the other thing that came out on JP uh, is the weekend banner. Uh, is back and has been updated. So, Minato, you were telling me a little bit more about this earlier because obviously I am a global main. So let me hand it over to you and you can explain to us what is going on with the weekend banner on JP. Yeah, so the weekend banner obviously did get an update recently on the JP version uh, for the celebration with Kefla. So they just kind of added some extra LRs. It goes all the way up to, I believe, LR God Goku, I believe. So on future, you can get up to those type of LRs, you know, there's obviously so the old LRs like SGR Broly, you know, Physical Bardock, things like that. The most interesting thing I want to point out about this, though, is that the STR Super Saiyan Goku, you know, the one that was recently returned during the 350 million download celebration, uh -huh. he is actually featured on that banner. So you have a pretty solid chance to get him. I actually myself did get him. So um, that's my first copy of him specifically. You know, just free summons, uh, something to really point out. And make sure you just log in every day, do the weekend missions, and you'll be able to get a couple of summons on this banner. Yeah, I actually didn't, even though I did quite a few summons during the uh, download celebration. It took me 2,000 stones to pull my first copy of Frieza, and I still do not have that STR Goku. So I've been saving my weekend tickets for a while since most of the featured units are never units that I want. So definitely something to look forward to. So like Minato said, make sure you are getting your tickets, doing your missions every day, and then summoning once the weekend rolls around so that's really it for uh, jp obviously big hype news when it comes to hit getting some love getting that glow up with the eza but that's kind of it for jp but on the global side we got a lot of things that are going on and coming up very very soon so obviously the big main thing for global is the release of the lr goku and piccolo banner the part two of the gohan celebration so, uh, Goresh, did you manage to rainbow these guys? How many stones did it take? Or did you did you give up along the way? Tell us how it went. I actually did rainbow them. Um, and it uh, <laughs> was not a very pleasant journey. But uh, I this is a unit I don't think anybody should summon for this character unless you are like a diehard early Dragon Ball slash late, or I guess early Dragon Ball Z slash late Dragon Ball like mega fan. Um, this unit is just not going to be used that often, right? You're going to use them on saviors and you're going to throw them away because you're not going to use them anymore. 
Uh, movie Heroes is a team that needs a new leader. I mean, I guess it depends on the new leaders we get for Movie Heroes and Full Power, because on those teams, well, are you going to use this unit linked up next to Full Power Broly? No. Are you going <laughs> to use this unit next to Super Saiyan transforming Blue Gogeta? No. So uh, where else are you going to use them, right? That, that That's the biggest problem I have with this unit. Um, but I, I am like a huge fan of this act. This is like actually like this. I sound crazy, but th- th- this active skill is one of my favorite active skills in the game in terms of like the animations and stuff like that. The OST is really cool. Mm. Uh, I just love this character, like the the Goku and Piccolo teaming up stuff. Like we need one from the Raditz fight, which we'll eventually get. That'll also be one of my favorites, probably. Um, but I think you know if we get to a point where they're included on a team that they can link up next to another character that they're good with, like for example, join forces. Um, is a, actually a really solid team for them because they link up really well with Goku and Frieza. They link up really well with 17 and Golden Frieza. Uh, same thing with Krillin and Gohan, too. I believe they share five links with all three of those guys. So they actually do have a decent spot on that team. It's just, you know, join forces as a team is not really that comprehensive. So I struggle to find a place where they're, like, really, really good. Mm. But, um, you know, if you if you force it, they can be good. That's what I'll say. <laughs> uh, Ty so since they are global, is this... Uh... Did you go in for these guys? Um, yeah, I, w- I went in a little bit, not too much. I probably did, I would say, 200, 250 stones because I didn't want to waste too much before Dragon Ball Heroes comes out. Um, I didn't pull them, but I was happy to pull uh, LR Jiren, my first copy, finally. Ooh. Like, it took forever to get this guy. <laughs> so uh, I was more happy about getting Jiren than the possibility of getting this unit and. It's not to say that this unit is terrible. It's just, it's like Goresh said, it's not something that you should be like going for in the sense of like utility. It's mm-hmm. good, but it's just not something that outweighs what we've had in the past when it comes to these LR banners, in my personal opinion. So it's definitely, it, unless you, like you said, unless you really like well, the old Dragon Ball Z when it first started, you know, and you're a big fan of it, I would say kind of wait especially since again we do have that dragon ball heroes banner coming out and the announcement here soon so i would definitely save your stones because mm. yeah from uh again we've spoken about it on the previous episodes and um, we had the leak well i say the leak the tweet from i seriously so if we are getting the tech gogeta celebration next on global that will of course come with the lr janemba part two banner um, so I feel like that's the, if you're going to go in a little bit on a legendary banner, uh, certainly for me, I would rather summon for Janemba and potentially, you know, pull these guys along the way, maybe as an unfeatured unit. But yeah, I did the same thing. I, I think I'm probably about 600 stones deep on the banner and I've pulled a couple of LRs, but not them. And, uh, I think I'm kind of happy to stop there. Cause just like Goresh said, they are a really fun unit. I really like the animations and everything, but just like he said, there's not a huge amount of places I would really use them. So, uh, Minato, do you have them on JP? No, you know, the funny thing is I was going to grab them with coins to try them out, <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> I made a mistake and, uh, I make sure you farm their medals for the story event because it hasn't come back in JP. So if you do end up pulling them, say on the Janemba banner, you want to make sure you have those medals farmed up, unlike me. Um, mm. I've seen a lot of gameplay in them, though. They're definitely a very good unit. I would say they need like a turn or two to build up before they're really, really like 2021 type of powerful LR level. Um, but they're very limited because of their teams and they want a very specific setup, I feel like, because of that. 
I do wish their leader score was also 150% instead of 130%, but those aren't really my main problems with the unit. Um, they're good if you are able to get them in that setup, but I wouldn't say to summon for them unless you really, really need help with like beating, say, Savior Super Battle Royale, which is a stage that's upcoming, or Full Power Extreme Super Battle Royale, something coming soon. So if you need them specifically for those teams, I could see why, but I wouldn't really recommend it. Yeah, and you do raise a very good point. Um, the story event that's out at the moment, the one that you farm the STR Piccolo from, the medals that you use to awaken him, you need to use those medals as part of the awakening for this LR. And obviously this is the first time that celebration has come out. So JP is very much in that situation because the event hasn't come back. You can't do it with keys. So make sure you farm up those medals now while the event is out. And then if you do happen to pull them on a future LR banner, you won't have to wait or hope that they appear in the barbershop. So that is definitely a very good point. So the other thing, of course, to talk about with Global is the fact that we got tickets for this banner. Uh, we got the typical sort of paid for ticket, the premium ticket. Uh, gives you three guaranteed SSRs. No, obviously, LRs guaranteed or anything. Um, Goresh, I'm assuming that you went in for that? Yeah, I did buy this. I mean, uh, we, typically my advice to people is if you're willing to spend on the game, then these deals are usually very good to pick up. Yeah. This is really the one of the only ones I would say is probably not even worth it just because you're guaranteed three SSRs, but they're not even guaranteed featured. There's a lot of garbage on this banner. I would just say don't even bother for this pack. I don't mm. think it's worth it. Interesting. Because I think it's uh, it's priced around the same. It's less than a um, 91 stone pack, I believe. Or is it around yeah, the same? But, but I think it's just not worth even summon on this banner anyway. Yeah, true. So, <laughs> so yeah, if you do spend on the game and you are going to summon on the banner, then it is probably worth it because it's less than it would cost you in stones to yeah. get two MOEs and obviously you're getting three SSRs yeah, instead if, of two. But... If you're dead set on summoning on the banner, then yeah, this is worth it, but yeah <laughs> not worth summoning on the banner yeah anyway, so. shout out shout out to our boy toon who pulled goku and piccolo from the premium ticket i uh i got five ssrs in my moe but they were all random unfeatured units that i didn't need so <laughs> tystra did you uh go in for the premium ticket not to uh <clears throat> one up you uh there ningen but oh. uh, i pulled six unfeatured ssrs <laughs> and how many of them so, could you use none <laughs> every every wow. unit that came in was rainbowed and i was so upset i was like you've got to be kidding the worst me. part no about it is either <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the worst part is you get them off of a ticket so you can't even trade them in for coins yeah so. exactly so i was like <laughs> yay i got sixty thousand baba points that's fantastic <laughs> but yeah the other thing is of course we are actually getting or we have been getting free tickets so hopefully you guys haven't missed any because obviously the banner came out a couple of days ago but every single day as long as you spend 50 stamina in the game you get a free ticket to summon on the banner um i've actually seen a bunch of people posting screenshots of them using those tickets to get singles um and obviously as you will on twitter you always see the people who are getting the luckiest i've seen people pulling single pulling lrs off of those tickets but one thing you obviously should be aware of if you actually save up the 10 tickets and do a multi you it's actually a gssr multi so i think it's probably worth saving them up for uh doing the multi summon is that what you guys are doing or have you have you singled yours away you're just not about that single summon life man i'm not what do i have to tell you <laughs> <laughs> i 
Uh, I would say save for the multi, but I mean, I've gotten LRs off single summons before, so you do what you want, I guess, in the end. It just, it's just tickets. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I apply the same logic to it that I do with stones, as I don't do singles because a multi, you at least get a guaranteed SSR, whereas you can do 10 singles and get nothing, so... But there you go. I mean, I did, I did get some good single ticket luck in the uh, anniversary, but I'll, uh, I'll save them up for this one. So, yeah, free tickets. Uh, Minato, JP player, a little bit jealous, I, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> very, <laughs> very jealous. You know, uh, but yeah, nice to have them, but definitely oh. <laughs> uh, an interesting thing for them to do. I believe this is the first time outside of a major celebration that we've gotten something like this in the terms of like free tickets for an LR banner. So definitely quite interesting so nice to see but so yeah the banner is of course one thing but as people will often say banners are not content so we've got a couple of things uh the the major one that's out at the moment which of course everybody's favorite you can tell by how excited i am now my tone of my voice is we currently have active the piccolo explosive chain battle so uh goresh i know you uh have your ongoing war with Toon every time there's a new chain bow. Uh, I believe last time I saw you are again in the lead. Uh, what is your high score and how did you find this one in comparison to the previous ones? Well, first of all, I wouldn't really call it a war when the same side wins every time. But um, in terms of this chain battle, I would say this is not as bad as some of the other ones we've had before because for the super class uh, slots, right, you just use Super Saiyan Gohan and stuff like that. So it could have been way worse. It could have been, you know, like hit or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like this one is not that bad for super class. Uh, extreme class, I mean, it's just basically just cells, right? That's what most people are using. Uh -huh. um, and then you want to uh, combo that with Garlic Jr., both the SSR and TUR versions of the Garlic Jr. So that's what you want to do there. Uh, I think my high score right now is like 150. It's either 153 or 154. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty much set as top 1% no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I mean, it's just another chain battle at the end of the day. You, you, you go get your rewards, you pull level one HP skill <laughs> orbs, and that's it. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Uh, Tystra, how's it going for you with the Piccolo chain battle? Uh, it's not terrible. Like, I'm averaging, like, my normal, like, placement. I'm always in, like, 10%. So I did, like, 109 million, which was, like, amazing for me, I guess, but... I I haven't really tried much after that. I need to do my five battles today and get the get to one billion, hopefully, just to get the missions. But it's it's the same thing. I'm just gonna get you know crap pulled from those <laughs> treasure chests. So yeah, I think out of all of it, because I'm not one to save up all my points till the end. I just spend them as I go, and I think I've gotten one decent skill orb so far, which was a gold level four crit, level one dodge. But everything else has been uh, not so good so far. So good old chain yeah. battle. <laughs> is it just me or is like, has there been just a rapid fire barrage of like a million good int units? Because like we got Goku and Piccolo. Mm -hmm. Before that, we got the Namek Goku and third form Frieza. Before that, we got Evolution Blue. Like there's like 500 zillion yep. different like top tier int units. And I, I don't have any skill for the int units. Like I'm, I'm dry here. <laughs> don't forget I, I, the I'm exchange like, Vegeta I, and Goku too. Yeah, them too. Yep, yep. The exchange yep. Vegeta uh -huh. and Goku. <laughs> I feel like because I've always been like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm saving up for the for the int uh, int skill for this character, and I always push it back and I push it back again and again and again. I'm like, I'm still trying to get an int skill for my third form Frieza, and we have like four other units in the queue now. It's like, all right, well, I'm never <laughs> gonna get through this. 
It's okay. It's because, to, balance, to balance it out, we got Incave who sucks, so. <laughs> That's it's again because, because uh, they wanted AGL there, yeah. to stop being the best uh, typing in the game. <laughs> so now they're trying to overload with Int. We're about to get like a mega busted heroes, you know, then he's going to be Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, speaking of mega busted Int units, we also have coming very soon to Global, the most exciting EZA of the recent history. And that is, of course, the Super Saiyan 2 Gohan EZA. Am I being sarcastic or am I being serious? You tell me. So Super Saiyan 2 Gohan's EZA uh, definitely caused... A little bit of a stir, shall we say, when he came out on JP. Um, I think he kind of, his EZA, I think, changed a lot of people's perspective when a lot of people used to say, all he needs is defense, and then he will be great. And then all he got was defense, and then everybody complained. So <laughs> Minato, as a JP player, I'm assuming that you have in Super Saiyan 2 Gohan and have played with him. Uh, tell all the global players out there what you think of the EZA for Int Super Saiyan 2 Gohan. I think he's really good. I would say he's not like, you know, like one of the busted amazing units in the game, like, you know, LR Broly or something like that. He's very usable, though. I like his link sets. I like the amount of category teams he's on. I feel like defensively, he's very consistent. Offensively, it could vary depending on the orbs you get. I kind of get the bad rep that he's got because he's not as powerful say as lr broly which i feel like was a mistake for them to make up of course <laughs> um in terms of these other past ezas just not really being nearly as good as him except for probably goku and frieza but i would say because of that people compare him to sr broly but act like he's bad he's not bad in any way shape or form he's still a very good option for many of his teams and i kind of like you know he's very key uh consistent still because of that key plus one mm -hmm. that he gets on his passive for keys for obtained i do wish that he had more offense though because you know he's hitting around like four and five million attack stats which is good you know but again you still do kind of compare him to lr broly goku and frieza and those type of units i feel like even physical lr bardock kind of hits harder than him sometimes unless you get really lucky with your orbs which is Vegeta does too i would say yeah that's true um i kind of feel like him and Majin Vegeta are kind of on the same wavelength it depends more so if you prefer defense or offense though uh, so Goresh, are you are you excited for this EZA to come? Do you see yourself using this in Gohan uh, on your teams once he gets his EZA? Uh, no, I have a bad history with this unit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. When I tried to pull him initially on Global, not not a good, uh, not a good. Oh time. god, yeah, I remember his uh, yeah that debut banner. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. So let's move on to the let's move on to the actual busted EZA. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Well. So yeah, we, there's another EZA coming soon on Global at the same time, in fact, and uh, you can actually prepare for that one right now. Uh, that is, of course, the physical Sin Nishenron. So Goresh, yes. as you're obviously excited to talk about him, why don't you take it away and tell us about physical Sin Shenron's EZA? I mean, he just enters the battlefield, does his two million attacks, that, and that's it. He dies. <laughs> Isn't that what he does? <laughs> He's a great addition nah. to the amazing GT bosses team, right? I mean, I, I'm being I'm 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 being an idiot, but like actually, like he he's solid defensively. He's gonna come in. He has like over 200k defense. I would I would assume on mm -hmm. most rotations, right? Um, his attack set is very bad. Like we're talking like actual like when I say two million, I'm not even like that's not even like an exaggeration. It's actually like two million. 
Um, he has a lot of crit chances with the way that they built his EZA passive, um, but I don't see a universe where he's a good main rotation unit for any team that he's on. So. Mm. Yeah, it seems like, because um, obviously Global, without us having the LR Shadow Dragon army, I mean, even on J JP, the GT boss's team is not exactly a top-tier team, but... I mean, he like he helps out that team a little bit, but let's be honest, who who is running that team at the moment? That's uh... yeah. It it just baffles me that they release the uh, EZAs for AGL, Goten, and Physical Trunks, and they release this in Shenron in the same year. Yeah, that's yeah, because obviously there is no other Sin Shenron. Even you know, there's a whole bunch of Gotens and Trunkses, and they got uh, those great EZAs, and then yeah, this uh, essentially only SSR Sin Shenron and. Uh, his EZA does seem like a little bit of a miss, but um, like I said, his actually you can actually farm up the medals for this now. So he is a sub EZA. So he Extreme Z awakens with the EZA medals for STR Omega Shenron. So obviously, if you did that EZA originally to EZA STR Omega, you have to replay the stages in order to get the medals again to EZA Sin Shenron. When the EZA drops, which is in a few days' time, that event comes back, and obviously it requires stamina to replay the stages. But if you go into the Portal of Memories now, you can use those red EZA keys, which, if you're like me, you've probably never used them before or just used them very sparingly. Um, you can use those to farm up the medals now so that you don't have to waste stamina later. So obviously if you're someone who likes to make the most of your stamina with things like link leveling or farming certain events for items or whatever that's a good way to do that without having to spend any stamina so but there you go so jokes aside i mean gohan as we said he is he is good he gets uh clowned on a little bit just because unfortunately he's on the lower end of the lr EZAs thanks to some of the amazing ones that we've seen but we do actually have some pretty exciting stuff coming up on global in terms of some new cards that are about to hit but of course, I say exciting stuff coming, but they are tied to everyone's other favorite game mode, which is the World Tournament. So we have a World Tournament coming up on Global. And this one, I mean, in the notes that I put, I put, is this the best World Tournament ever coming up on Global? Because we have the Tech Super oh, Saiyan yeah. Gohan as the reward card, who's really good. We have a new friend uh local local pool lr which is the Tau. we have a whole bunch of awakenings that are super good and we have new dragon ball saga banner cards and awakenings so who wants to start us off talking about the tech super saiyan gohan well first of all before we uh, even jump into that i was gonna say this is the best world tournament just because it's 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 allowing us to skip other world tournaments I was going to say that. It <laughs> combines three into one, so you have to do less. What right, a JP yep. Shaft. I, have to, I had to endure through all three of those, and you guys only have one. <laughs> hate to see it. What can I say? So, Mina, so you have yeah. this Gohan, I assume? Yes. So tell us, tell us about this Gohan. Very good. He's, he's a nice defensive stacker. I find him very nice in the God events. You know, he's on a bunch of category teams. I feel like I wish he had prepared for battle, but that's really my only gripe with the units. He has a very clear purpose uh, to be, you know, using difficult events with one enemy like Legendary Goku event, Vegeta events, God events. And he stacks up pretty nicely from what I found with the damage reduction on top of that. I like him. He's probably... One of the better, if not the best, World Tournament reward card. Definitely very up there, and I like his design. Mm -hmm. uh, Tystra, what are your thoughts on the Tech Super Saiyan Gohan? 
Um, <laughs> this this is gonna be a card that's gonna be absolutely busted. I feel once it gets into its awakening. Um, just from looking at his passive already, you know, it's kind of absurd for just a normal t uh, UR card. Mm -hmm. So, but honestly, like I like the tech side of Dokkan battle. I always like using super tech and extreme tech just because it gets a lot of flack for being terrible. Um, but <laughs> I, I like tech units I, and I want to see this unit actually get really good once it awaken awakens because it's already as good as mm. m more than any of the world tournament cards that we've gotten as a UR or at least that in my opinion yeah i feel like they are they're sort of making up for the fact that these world tournament cards take so long to get awakenings that they're just mm -hmm. coming out of the gate i mean he's better than half the world tournament cards that already have awakenings without even having one i would say oh absolutely so yeah he's it, uh looking pretty good i would say honestly at this point they should just bring out these cards with their awakenings just already i don't see why not <laughs> no i agree but the fact that he's an infinite defense stacker too to me is is pretty dope. I like being able to infinitely stack defense just so in that way I don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah, he's uh he's looking real good. So obviously he is the reward card. So even if you're somebody who doesn't want to spend a huge amount of time grinding the world tournament, as long as you get to the 23 million points mission, you will get a guaranteed copy of him. Um, also, I believe I'm just looking here on the, yeah, he does have a farmable super attack as well. So you really only need to get the one copy if you do want to try him out for yourself. But the other new thing that we have coming in terms of an actual brand new card is we are getting a new reward LR, which is the extreme STR mercenary Tau. So Goresh, why don't you start us off? Give us your thoughts on mercenary Tau. Yeah. So one of the, uh, OG villains. I, I would actually say he's the first like real villain of Dragon Balls is mm. Mercenary Tao. Um, but I think they did a good job with this Mercenary Tao. I mean, you look at his passive and you really, it's really hard to tell how good he is just because all the numbers are so weird. It's like yeah. attack plus 568.23 whenever you get a key sphere <laughs> or something. It's really, it's like a very specific number. Um, but um, uh, he's actually really good. Like once you actually start using him and stuff like that, uh, I feel like you know they did a good job with giving him the extra uh, key mechanic and his passive, right? Because I mean, take a look at his links. That's easily the biggest weak point about this unit. Mm. What does he have? Uh, let me just take a look. Crane School, Supreme Warrior, Coward, Brutal Beatdown, Dodon Ray, Shattering the Limit, and Legendary Power. Is that a good link, set? What do you think? Mm. I don't know. Dodon Ray, you can use him with uh, R Shen, you know. Yeah, yeah, with uh, SR Crane Hermit. Um, <laughs> but I feel like because he's not going to link up um, with a lot of the Dragon Ball Saga characters either because he doesn't have the patented Guidance of the Dragon Balls and um, the other one, the uh, Incredible Adventure Link, right? So mm. that's another big um, you know negative about this character. But, I, I mean, they're, they're trying to make up for that with the extra key passive, right? He has the LR Gohan effect in there. Yep. Uh, he has an active skill. Uh, the art is really good. I think he has my favorite personal OST in the game. Um, so, like, aesthetically, he's pretty cool. His defense is very, very high. He almost has 15,000 defense at Rainbow. So even though these are flat numbers, he's actually still going to be able to hit pretty, pretty decently. He has the crit effects in his super attack effects, too, which is like the, the six year anniversary units have that. So like, he has a lot of busted mechanics. If you actually think about it, he yeah. has the, um, the six year anniversary crit like chances in his super attacks, plus the LR Gohan mechanic. Like <laughs> that's that's pretty insane to think about. Yeah, that is pretty good for a uh, 
the local reward LR card. So obviously, I'm just double checking the listing here. So you have to finish in the top 150 in your local to get one copy of him. So obviously, depending on when you start and how you get matched up, uh, that may be a little bit more difficult if you don't want to spend a huge amount of time playing it. But yeah, he's definitely uh, worth the investment and it's going to be interesting to see you're not you're not a true dokkan battle player unless you get number one local get two of them just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to uh i love remembering this uh it's a few world tournaments ago now but shout out to our boy tiger who uh, a couple of world tournaments ago was in the same local bracket as the person who was number one overall in the world tournament so <laughs> completely blocked from uh, first place in the local so shout oh, out to geez. tiger but <laughs> so we also have a couple of really strong awakenings coming out uh two units that we've been waiting to get awakenings for quite a long time or at least i have certainly which is the tech perfect cell and the str great sayer man so minato why don't you start us off by talking about the tech cell because if i remember rightly the last time you and i uh did a little something for five nine you uh i know you like this unit so why don't you tell us about tech yeah. cell <laughs> yeah, of course you'd bring that up um <laughs> this tech cell is actually really really good you're just an extreme class support two key and 30 percent attack and defense you know you could triple super against multiple enemies it has big bad bosses shocking speed you know shining the limit other cell links he works very well with them he's on a lot of category teams if i'm not mistaken he's on like nine or ten category mm -hmm. teams as well and he's just a very, very good unit. I mean, there's not really much else to say about him. A great support and floating unit. Though I feel like, you know, if you get unlucky, you can get caught like I did <laughs> in that one video. Um, but he's very good. I like his design. Yeah, just, just for anyone who is slightly confused, if uh, if he takes a super attack with type disadvantage in slot three, it will cause you to lose a race. But obviously, he is a very good support unit. Um, and then obviously the Super STR, Great Saiyan Man, Super Saiyan 2. Uh, Tystra, what do you think of uh, this guy? I like him. I wish I pulled more of him instead of that <laughs> tech cell because I pulled like eight of that tech cell through <laughs> World Tournament. Um, you know, he's really good. Attack and defense plus 70% plus an additional 10% with each attack performed. Build him up with additional, you'll be good. Um, yeah, like, honestly, he's really good. He's in a lot of teams as well. I think he's in, what, uh, 10? So, same as Cell. He does really well. I like what they're doing with the awakenings of some of these new units, or some of these old units turning into new units. But, uh, yeah, I like him. Uh, the fact that he also uh, kind of works as a support in some instances, like, I could dig it. Yeah, he's One definitely thing. a card I've been looking forward to. The only downside to him, because I, uh, I'm really looking forward to using him on the Super Saiyan 2 team, because that is a team I've mentioned a few times. I'm, I quite like that team. I know it's not the most powerful category in the game or anything. The only downside is he is a super class allies support unit. So obviously once mm -hmm. that tech Vegeta transforms into Margin Vegeta, he's not going to be getting the support from him. But he is a very good unit, definitely worth using on the teams that he fits on. Uh, Minato, what were you going to say? Yeah, one thing I also want to point out is that he has Link Says really, really good. Mm. He has, you know, Saiyan Lineage, Prepare for Battle, and Shocking Speed. That's an amazing linkage for that hybrid Saiyan team specifically. And what could I say? Another tech ultimate Gohan buff. Hybrid stay winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball likes their hybrids in their games, apparently. So, uh... And then, of course, speaking of actually technically some more hybrid Saiyans, although they're not on 
the hybrid sounds category because of course they are in disguise but we also have the awakening for the physical mighty mask so Goresh, i'm sure you're very excited about this one why don't you tell us about the physical mighty mask yeah they're pretty mighty <laughs> well, uh, there you go. <laughs> i mean they're, they're all right i mean i don't think they're like anything too insane they have this weird gimmick where they like have a guaranteed dodge right when their hp is 50 percent or below i think is what it is mm-hmm they have two actually. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, then they have 30. another one, right? When they have a thirty percent or less HP. Um, mm. But they are. I think they start the turn with one hundred fifty percent attack and defense, and then they have a fifty percent increase on their super attack effect as well. Um, and uh, actually, yeah, they get an additional one fifty percent buff against one enemy. So they're actually starting the turn if you're if you're up against one enemy mm-hmm. with three hundred percent attack and defense. Um, but you know, it's the typical free-to-play curse where you you see these like, oh my god, he's starting the turn with 700% attack and defense, but his defense stat is like 2,000. Like, that, that's simply <laughs> what happens, right? I remember, yep. I remember when uh, STR Demon King Piccolo came out and he was like, oh my god, he starts with 200% attack. And then like, he was doing like average damage because his stats were so bad. So that, yeah. that's really how they get you, is like they, they put these really big numbers in the passive, but then their stats are just like really bad. Uh, also, what is the deal with that? Because I actually didn't realize until introducing this part and uh making that comment but yeah they're only on world tournament and margin boo saga even though obviously we all know mm-hmm. there's goten and trunks in disguise but then we have units in the game like the heroes the great saiyan man 3 who is you can't tell who it is but i guess unless you guess because they're using a sword but great saiyan man 3 is actually trunks and he is on the vegeta family category so these guys are only on World Tournament and Majin Buu Saga. Maybe yeah, their own unit like that. Spoiler alert. If you look at... <laughs> if you look at Goku <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, the great, all great Saiyan units are in like Hybrid Saiyans, Goku Family, stuff yep. like that. So I, yeah. I never got that. It's, it was one thing I was going to bring up. It's my pet peeve about the unit. It's just an unnecessary shaft for them when, you know, they could be on so many different teams. And honestly, I found that actually pretty nice for the God event. Uh, if there's an event you want to use these guys, I feel like the God Amount, at least as a floater, could be really, really useful because of their guaranteed dodge utility. If they were going to make this guy only on two teams, and let's be real, you're not using him on the Majin Buu team, he's really only going to be good on the World Tournament team, which is not even a team. So, like, where where do you use him? <laughs> they should have made him, like, actually, like, 800% attack and defense yeah. and, like, guaranteed dodges and, like, stacking and, like support or like just give him like the most ridiculous kit ever because you're not going to use him anywhere like (laughs) where is he used yeah because it goes back to what kind of what we're saying when we're talking about hit and god goku is they're only on a few teams and they have a lot of competition on the teams that they're on so they made them really really good whereas yeah these guys i mean world tournament no one ever runs world tournament are you going to use them on margin boo saga unless they're ridiculously good probably not um somebody did point out something in the chat which i think is a great point as well the unit has the super saiyan link but they're not on hybrid saiyans or i think they might be the only (laughs) unit in the game that is not on hybrids or pure saiyans that has the super saiyan link so yeah that's kind of weird (laughs) the best leader for the world category is yamu and spopovich 77 (laughs) percent. is that good yeah i i have been i have been complaining about world tournament not having a leader because everyone's like we need to boost the mickey i'm like no we need to give world tournament an actual lead well both <laughs> like, that's help, what we yeah world tournament oh, yeah, is both... uh, in the dumps right now yep. 
No, and absolutely. Again, you forgot one unit, a unit that has a Super Saiyan link that is not on the pure hybrid Saiyans is nope. Bio Broly. So that's very oh, important, you know. Damn. We're going to get his Doka Pass one day. How could this I forget, forget about that. Bio Broly? Yeah, this, is, this is where we need to bring in the Majunior versus Goku fight. Do a full celebration around it, and then World Tournament becomes like the best team. Mm. Yes, that's yeah. what I've been. That's what I've been clamoring. <laughs> New for. Year's, but please. no, that instead, legit. instead we'll keep bringing out categories like special pose and heavenly events <laughs> instead of making a World Tournament yeah. or Namekians bond category of friendship. <laughs> but yeah, so Saviors. speaking of, uh, or I guess it ties in the World Tournament with the Dragon Ball Saga. So there are a couple of new units and a new awakening for the Dragon Ball Saga. I feel like these are definitely uh, a little bit lower in hype, even if the characters themselves are cool, because the Dragon Ball Saga banner, I think, is in desperate need of a rework. Um, the fact that you can still only do single summons on it uh, pretty much puts me off summoning on it. I've got so many tickets, but I don't want to sit and go through like, 50 single summons but we have the physical uh jackie chun is getting an awakening um minato have you uh got this guy on jp yes he's very good uh once he's able to get that super attack off because of how his passive works it's kind of multiplicative so he gets that up to 80 percent start of turn then 150 percent when doing a super attack so its stats can get actually pretty solid even though he only has those free-to-play stats of like you know 6.6k uh, defense <laughs> is not really the best defensive stat i'd say but once you're able to get his passive build up he's very good especially considering he's also giving kamameha allies three key and 30 percent attack very solid unit i like how he's you know working his weakness is his links, though, um, but that's really it to me, honestly. Yeah, Kamehameha is a team that definitely is uh, lacking in like specific support units, so definitely seems quite interesting for that. But of course, the problem with these cards is even if you have played the World Tournament a bit and you get some of those tickets, uh, you're not necessarily going to have... I think I do have this guy, but I'm not sure if I even have dupes for him, but... Um, and then also we are getting added a new base form Goku uh, with the turban and the umbrella. And we're also getting an Anin card, which is uh, a character. If you're not familiar at all with the Dragon Ball saga, then you probably don't even know who this is. So Goresh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Anin card and your thoughts on her? Yeah, she's interesting. Um, so she's a unit that is actually like the opposite of Tao. What I just said for him was he doesn't have like the incredible adventure guidance of the Dragon Ball links, like the patented Dragon Ball link set. She actually does have those two links. So along with Battlefield Diva, she actually could make a good partnership with Launch, I think, on the Dragon Ball team. Um, or the Peppy Gal team, I guess. I think she's on there. Um, yeah, she's on, on Dragon Ball Saga, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. that's yeah. weird. Oh, she's on Peppy Gals, though, right? Yeah, she has to be. Yeah, she's yes. on Peppy Gals yeah. and Realm of Gods. Yeah, because she actually buffs Peppy Gals and Realm of Gods with her passive as a support effect. It kind of reminds me of the um, the Goku Black World Tournament reward card that buffed like two different um, uh, two different categories, and like you could stack them on top of each other if you're in both teams. I guess she's going to be a good support unit for Vados. Like uh, I don't know who else fits on both categories uh, besides her and Vados, but uh, uh, I don't she's, think Vados is Vados on isn't even on Peppy Gals. I don't think there's actually oh, a single okay. unit outside of her who is actually on both categories. I didn't realize Vados wasn't even on there. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I guess herself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird combo. Peppy Gals and Realm of Gods. Like, I don't know. But uh, she also heals a little bit at the end of the turn. Or sorry, start of the turn. Um, it's not that much. I think it's like 5 or 6% HP. 
Um, and that's pretty much it. He's pretty basic other than that. Mm. And of course, they suffer from the same kind of problem as the actual World Tournament reward cards themselves, which is, of course, the fact that they don't have Awakenings yet. And who knows how long it will be until they get them. But a lot of things going on with this tournament. I believe we also have, I can't find the details on the wiki. I don't know if the actual mission details have been leaked, but there are also going to be missions uh, for this world tournament. I'm assuming they'll just be tied to cumulative score, like a lot of the other ones are, um, where you will actually be able to get copies of the LR Demon King Piccolo, because, of course, he is going to no longer be the local pool reward card. I don't know if any of you guys, have you seen what those missions are? I couldn't find yes. it. I think it was so like 10 what it, world tournaments 10 and, and 50 30. world tournaments. Oh, 50, oh 10 no, and 30. 10 and 50. Oh, 50. 50. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is 10 50 50? wins. Yeah. 50 um, actually they're a in, lot. They're in the space. I mean, that's yeah, 50, 50 is a lot for sure, but it's not it's not undoable, mm. that's for sure. Like you could you could get it done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess 10 wins. I guess if you're somebody who's in a position where you only need one more copy, then obviously uh being able to get one from 10 wins is pretty good. But 40, yep. uh, 50 is it's not i think i believe it, it's only 50 overall so you don't have to someone said in the chat you, if you get to 49 wins and then lose it's not winning streak as far as <laughs> that'd be hilarious uh, uh the question i have is is this something they're only going to do for demon king piccolo or are they going to mm. start adding other lrs from past rewards to this because i think the reason why they're doing it for demon king piccolo is because they've done less world tournaments with him as the reward just because we're accelerating ah. the timeline for global yep. but it'd be interesting right i mean eventually they're going to do easy A's for like lr piccolo and all the world tournament lrs so i think a way that they could speed up the process or at least make it easier for people to pull these characters as opposed to just you know praying that you pull them from the ticket <laughs> banner is you give them some sort of reward right maybe it's yeah. again if they want to do 50 wins or whatever it's going to be 50 wins to get a copy and then over the course of a few world tournaments you could work your way up to uh rainbowing them but i think that's a decent option i mean again 50 is not a small number that's still a decent time investment because mm. yeah even when like i mean uh, the last time i properly grinded the world tournament uh i still don't go as flat out as some people but even with a good solid day of grinding it might take you all of the first day just to get 50 wins so it's definitely yep. a lot if you're somebody who doesn't want to commit a huge amount of time to it but like i said if you only need the one copy or even if you need a couple 10 wins to get one extra copy is pretty nice um but as goresh alluded to we don't know at this point this could be something going forward um, who knows? Maybe every world tournament from now on, you'll be able to get the previous LR as a mission reward. We won't know until the next tournament comes out, but it does seem like, yeah, that, that would be a good reason. The fact that we're sort of cutting out a couple of tournaments where you could have gotten him as a prize, but we will have to wait and see whether that is going to be a thing in the future or not. So that about wraps it up for the list of topics for this week. Um, I'm just going to very briefly mention it because we've talked about heroes on, I think, the last maybe three episodes in a row. Uh, there is going to be a special live stream for the 11th anniversary uh, tomorrow, or at least it's tomorrow my time i don't know it might still be the same day depending on where you are in the world it's in eight hours from now okay there you go eight hours from now um it's very likely that we may see something revealed for dokon but obviously we don't know anything about that just yet so we obviously will have to wait and see and then i'm sure make sure you guys check out the channel i'm sure we will do a video going over everything that gets revealed so since it's literally right around the corner and we speculated on it a couple of weeks in a row uh we will 
skip over it this week and wait and see what that live stream reveals. So that means we are at the point of the episode where we are going to go away for a very short break. If you want to leave us some questions in the chat, we will answer them when we come back. So make sure you start posting them in the chat now because I keep an eye out for them during the break. And once we come back, if I don't see any good ones, then, you know, we only get one or two in. So make sure you get those questions in now and we will be back very soon. Yo, welcome back, everybody. So we're going to go through a couple of the questions here in the chat to round out the episode. We are going to start with one here from Steve Tax 101, who asks, with the two most recent categories, do you think categories will be as arbitrary as these two seem? Like what exactly determines a high speed battle? <laughs> Uh, what? Nothing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I saw I saw a tweet. It was from someone from Five Nine, and I can't remember who it was. But essentially, like, isn't every single battle probably after even well, maybe even before, but after the Saiyan saga, technically a high speed battle? So, Goresh, what's the what? What does the logic seem to be behind this category based on who's in it? I actually don't know. There's no like, <laughs> there's no like sentence you can say where it's like, oh yeah, that fits every single character in this category and precludes everybody else that's not in here from being in here. Um, I mean, I'm just waiting for like the tough warrior category to come out. Like, what is that going to look like? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, there you I go. was, go. I was thinking about it. I feel like it might be like a category of every unit who has shocking speed because if you really look through it, a lot of the units on the team do have shocking speed, whether transformed or not. So maybe that could be kind of what they're thinking of. Other than that, I I don't know. I'm just but they're shocking <laughs> speed characters that aren't on there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, does every... the best, it's the best that I can think of. You know, Wait, does I'm does at... every character on it have shocking speed? I at least most of them do. Like for when I'm looking at some of the units, I'm seeing pretty much every single one of them have shocking speed. So that's probably what it is. But some of the units who have shocking speed are not on there. So. Yeah, I, I don't know strange. which unit might not be on there, but... Yeah, it yeah. definitely does seem like an arbitrary um, category, because, like, if Demon King Piccolo is on there, then everyone from Dragon Ball Z onwards would be on there, in theory. So, uh, definitely a bit of a strange one. Um, but yeah, so we have one from MX Jolds. I like this one because it's one that I've kind of speculated about potentially being a thing because we've not seen it before. But he says, do you think Int Super Saiyan 3 Bardock could get his EZA during the Heroes celebration? Because he is technically a crossover unit. So what do you think? <laughs> potentially. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, he's not a Heroes unit, right? Uh -huh. He's on the Heroes category, is he? Nope. I don't think he would just because of that, but I could see him getting an easy A in the campaign that's next for JP just to coincide with it. Yeah, that could make sense. Because, yeah, I feel, I feel like, because obviously Heroes has very much in the past been limited to only being Heroes things, but it definitely would be interesting. I mean, he's probably the prime example, but it would be uh, an interesting thing to see, like an actual just normal Dokkan Fest, like easy A during a Heroes celebration. Because I'm still... Uh... Still trying to figure out the point of the heroes category when the crossover exists. No. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, like seeing that unit get an easy A would be dope just because of the fact that he hasn't entirely aged all that well. I don't think anybody actually uses him unless you're using a Super Saiyan 3 team, which yeah. yeah I, mean, exactly. I, think I wouldn't even use him on that team because there's just run the Super Saiyan 2 Angel Goku. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
I think he's aged okay just because of the support that he gives, but he can't like do any damage and he can't take a hit because he also seals, right? He has a chance yeah. to seal. So that's like bad. Medium yeah. chance. Um, I don't know. I always hated when they introduced that. Medium chance to seal. Uh, he's a, he's well, about 35% valuable. When that guy released, he was like destroying everything. Like nothing could stand in front of him. Like, he was ridiculously overpowered when that Bardock came right. out. So yeah, like that, very, that, very good. that seal chance on that they gave him was literally just like an added bonus on whatever else he was doing. But um, right now, yeah, he, he needs help. Mm. I feel like that's like the number one thing you change when he gets an easy A. Because, I mean, you can't even seal in half the events now anyway. So that definitely needs to change to uh, just a guaranteed seal. But, um, so we've obviously talked about the World Tournament upcoming. Uh, Breadboy97 says, what are some big changes that you could see working well for a new and improved World Tournament? I would say just remove preliminaries <laughs> mm, at yeah. the very least. I hate like if it would. I feel like it would be so much smoother if it was just a one person fight every single time, rather than having three AIs moving across the map and fighting each other, and then you're just like on the other side of the map, and it's super annoying and tedious. Like that's the worst part for a world tournament in terms of like the actual like gameplay part of it the preliminaries yeah i could definitely agree with that i would say the biggest thing for me to kind of go off of that is uh stop having the ai run away from me when they have more points than Mm. me that gets that gets (laughs) so annoying it's like don't don't run away you coward just fight me (laughs) i think i think there are actually there's too many necessary changes that need to happen for the world tournament to warrant a revamp rather than them just removing it. Mm. Mm. Like, I don't think uh, if they wanted to make all the changes that they'd have to make to make it like better and, and fun and stuff like that, they're better off just starting from scratch and making a new mode altogether. Yeah, true. It needs, needs a lot of work, but yeah, I think whether they remove the preliminaries or not, um, I don't think it's necessarily the preliminaries itself, like the idea of having to fight a couple of other teams, but even for just all the stages, just remove the map screen completely. Just make it like an easy A where you go into it and you just go straight into the fight against your opponent because I feel like that would take away quite a lot of the uh, tedium straight away if uh, you were able to just do that. So. And if you wanted to add to that, you could honestly, like, you know how they have the items and the support items as well. You could literally just add those as reward for clearing that stage and don't, like, take away a little bit of it. So, like... So, like... Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, like, for some people, like, I'll farm the gold training items, you know, from there just because I need more training items. And instead of, like, farming and getting, like, seven... Of those capsules, just give me like three of them for completing the stage without having to go through the map. Like I would take that over taking the time to go through the entire map just to get those items. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely, definitely needs a revamp. JP just managed to go through theirs. Global's got ours coming up, but yeah, maybe, maybe one day we could see. Uh, some interesting improvements because it's uh we meme all the time in the arguments about chain battle versus world tournament but regardless of what you think when it comes to that subject they're both not very good game modes so hopefully one day it will have uh some sort of update but 
There you go. So that is going to do it for us for this episode, episode 56, the Dokkan Battle Podcast, Time to Make the Donuts. I have been your host, Damas Ningen. Shout out to my guests, Minato, Goresh, and Tystra. And of course, a big shout out to Troco for manning the boards behind the scenes. If you did come in late or we missed any of the episode, remember they will be uploaded in full on the YouTube channel tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you are subscribed on the 5.9 Gaming Mobile. And keep an eye out on Twitter for all of our updates. Make sure you follow us over there as well. So from all of us at 5.9 Gaming, that is going to be it for this week. And we will see you all again soon. Peace out. <laughs>